What is up, Rangers? Those of you who are in the understory against your will and those of you who are in the understory on paper, on purpose. Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. All right. Um, another discovered advance. This gets us to single digits. I think we are nine behind. Nine. Your son was absent from school nine times. That means that uh, within the next two weeks, we should be caught up just in time for the last 90 days. So there is uh, some method to my madness. There is some patterns in the universe. Everything is a season and uh, we are getting ready to start making a run for that. We're going to push that last 90 days really strong with a lot of interviews, uh, a lot of exciting stuff. But uh, today's process is SADW podcast. It's windy. Again, this one's for the diehards. If you're just discovering my podcast, I would go listen. Don't listen to the discovered advances. Uh, I would listen to the, the straight old vanilla, chocolate and vanilla regular uh, understory lawyer podcast. But this is for the diehards. If you want to see some early thoughts, the evolution from an earlier idea of creation and how uh, creation is not clean. There is a gestational period and it's messy. So um, today's process is this gratitude. Try it on for size. Sit back, relax. Let's light the lantern. Well, hello there, Rangers. Wade Skalski here, lawyer, entrepreneur, and your guide to the understory. There are monsters and bandits here, but if you are stuck in your nine to five and you want to start or grow a business, this is the place for you. Remember, admission to the understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. Hello there, team. Wade Skalski here, problem solver, playwright, and founder of Clear the Field. Today's process is this. Gratitude. Try it on for size. Open your eyes. Oh, wait. What was I going to say today? I had a new thing I wanted to try out. Close your eyes. Open your ears. Close your eyes. Open your ears. Maybe close your eyes. Open your mind. Open your heart. Just open. How about that? Don't close anything. Just open everything. There we go. Let's try that again. Hello there, team. Wade Skalski here, problem solver, playwright, and founder of Clear the Field. Today's process is this. Gratitude. Try it on for size. Open everything up and let's light this candle. All right. So, uh, gratitude. Uh, You should have some just because you're alive. And you had extremely competitive ancestors who were able to mate. And uh, you were born because there are trillions and trillions and trillions of potentialities that never happen. Uh, and uh, you have It's extremely unlikely that you're alive, by the way. Just in, in any, by any metric, just by numbers, uh, by just the sheer amount of creative sperm and eggs that have ever been created in the world, uh, and two came together to create you. Uh, and that's incredibly unlikely. Um, that's a fun metric. Just think about that. Just the creative pro Proto, Potoa, if that's a word, the, the creative, uh, the creative, I gotta be careful here because I'm trying to think of like a, like using a word that's like flora and fauna, like that's the word I want to use, but that's not the right word, but anyway, let's just use that word. Just think of all the creative flora and fauna, unused flora that, uh, that had to happen for you to exist. So, but another fact, I'll give you another thing. So here's an interesting fact that I learned of yesterday and why we have today's podcast. Is that there are 400 million Chinese people living 
unless five dollars and fifty cents a day. So you're like, oh, well, there's a billion Chinese people. So okay, it's like you know, forty percent, right? That's a large number. There's another way to think of that number, and the other way to think of that number is four hundred million people is more than the United States population. So effectively, if you just took the United States and you gave everybody six dollars a day, just called six dollars a day. $180 a month to live on. What kind of society would we have? You give everybody the same. Because there are 400 million people in China that are living on less than 550 a day. But let's just round it up. Let's give everybody 50 extra cents a day. So it's a, I don't even know if you can buy a Coke anymore for 50 cents. Like, you can't even get a candy bar for 50 cents. All right? I don't even know what you can get for 50. Uh, maybe, maybe a smartie at the party store, right? A little, little tiny packet of smarties for 10 cents. You get four smarties plus tax. So, there are more people that live in our entire country that subsist in extreme poverty We would all have to live in wigwams, in the forest, there'd be no cars. This would be like, would solve all the, you know, all the climate change issues. No cars. Everybody would be bartering, but they'd be bartering, you know, like, I don't know, like a really crappy pair of shoes made of, made of leaves. Uh, and we'd be writing up Paris. So, so there are places, there are a number of people in the world that subsist on less than $6 a day. And if you think about that fact, you're, you're basically in the top 1%. I mean, I know that everyone complains about income inequality and all that, and this is not a political podcast or a political statement. It's just a fact that I'm taking the United States out of it, that you are in the top 1% of the world. I think it's if you make over $27,000 a year, US dollars, it might be 30 uh, or 32. It's not more than 32. Uh, 32 grand. It's definitely not more than 40. I think it's like 30 grand. Then you are in the top percent of earners in the world. So if you're like a globalist, and you're, you're like, ah, I just think that we should all be one kumbaya set of people in the world, then you're in the 1%. You're the problem. If that's your, it's you. Uh, which is basically my philosophy forever. That's not my philosophy, but we come to the same place. I don't have that philosophy where I think that that's the problem. Uh, I think it's part of the problem, but I don't think that's the problem with the capital the. So, but how do I solve all of those, those challenging parts of how everything is constructed? I'm the problem. I'm responsible for everything. So it's my fault to blame me. And all I can do is try to make the world a better place in the sphere of influence that I have, starting with myself and then expanding circles out from myself beyond that. And being grateful while I do that. You can recognize a problem and then be grateful you have the ability to solve it. Like people get terminal cancer and there's nothing they can do to solve it. That's a problem. I mean, that's a problem, right? But the majority of our problems that we experience in our life, 99% of them, either have a solution, so be grateful that there's a solution, or don't have a solution. So be grateful that you exist, you know? I mean, that's... It doesn't mean that you're naively optimistic. We talked about that yesterday. It doesn't mean that. It just means be an adult and understand that the world is complex and complicated. And you have to have a complex reaction to it. You know, you want simple tools to process it, but there are nuances that if you want to produce and solve the situation and change your life, you have to be nuanced in your thinking. You don't have to be nuanced in your tools, really. You can, you can use the simpler you can make your tools, the less complicated you can make everything, the better. But you're thinking you have to be nuanced because you have to be have the ability to change your mind. 
System, yes, of course. Like there's oppression in every system, and we have to work to make it better. But we can be grateful for the fact that we live in a place where you are personally the freest person ever of your lineage. By far. I don't. If you live in the United States, I don't care if you're actually even in jail right now. You are still the freest person of your lineage ever, because you have the potential, or at least you were born with the potential, to not be in jail. You chose, made decisions to be in jail. At some point, some point, unless you're in jail instantly, of course, obviously. So, so maybe you're, maybe if you're convicted, you're kind of working this through. Maybe if you're innocently innocent and you're convicted and you're in jail, and you're not at this moment the freest person of your lineage. 99% of you are the freest person of your lineage. So, there are no other but most of you, probably every single person listening to this podcast, I don't know if you can get internet access. The United States is the freest country ever in history of time with the most wealth creation, the highest number of free people, sets of freedoms. You can argue with how we got there. You can argue that way your freedom is in the way you're actually servant to one percent. I'm like, okay, great. And I can grant you all of those and still say I experience more freedom than all of my animals. I do. I'm more free than my parents. I'm more free than their parents. Uh, basically unlimited opportunities by living in this country and the technology and the time that I live in as well. We don't live in the 40s where you can't live your house. I, I wouldn't have been able to move to Virginia Beach from California unless I had a job here. But because technology has flattened everything out, you know, they used to say, do you want to be a big fish in a small pond or uh, a small fish in a big pond? There are no more ponds anymore. There is just one giant ocean and you rise or fall your ability in that ocean because we're so connected. So, I, again, if you want to politicize it, that's on you. I'm not making it political. I'll grant you, I'll grant you all the problems that you have. And I would still say, actually, what I'm saying is true. And you can quibble all you want about how we sort it out or fix it or make it better or whatever. And I will have those talks all day long. I think we should have those talks. But the point that I'm trying to make is that I'm grateful. I am grateful for those things that I just said. And 
being grateful, what I have learned is a skill. Being grateful is a skill. It allows me to have a little bit more nuanced thinking than I did before and allows me to simplify, simplify my tools and processes because it gives me a to work from. And that's the whole goal of the to build process. My process. It's the whole goal of clear a space where I can make good decisions and improve my life. But if you're if you're hemmed in in a space where you're not grateful and you think everything's out to get you and you're in the worst situation your ancestors ever, blah 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 blah, you can't really make good decisions from that space. Sorry, you just can't. And ultimately, it's all on you anyway. So regardless of the you know the, the quote culture where everyone has dealt a hand when they're born, and I'm sure I'm sure some of you listening, your hand was better than my hand, and some of you your hand was worse than my hand. I'm sure. And and that's true. Like that doesn't change what I'm saying. But it doesn't change the fact that you have to play the hand for good or bad. And if you're if you're the least free person in America, let's say you're the least free person in America, with the least amount of opportunities in America. There's still 400 million people in China that live on six six dollars a day. Your parents were right with this. If you're starving kids in China, you eat your green beans. They're right. With a very inarticulate way of saying you should be grateful for what you have if you can green beans. And if you don't want to be grateful, that's fine. If you want to say, hey, I, I hate this place and whatever, that's on you. I don't know. But what I'm telling you is that if you can cultivate an attitude of gratitude, then you will actually have a different situation because you have more nuance than you can carve speed up yourself. It's a skill. Even if it's fake. Even if you're like, I don't believe this. I was like, okay, great. Just try it on for 90 days. Just try to be grateful for even if you don't, even if you're not grateful, just say you're grateful. You don't have to say prayer to God or whatever it is. Whatever it is to believe, just say just to your neighbor, man, I'm grateful you're my neighbor today and that you're not trying to, don't say the second part. Just say, I'm grateful you're my neighbor today. And I'm grateful, and the second part would be, and that because you are my neighbor, and you adhere to a set of norms, that when I go to sleep at night, I'm not 100% worried that you're going to try to murder me and my family and take all my shit. And I'm 1% worried, whatever, but 99% of the time, I'm not worried about you. Unless I see you drink all the time. So, try that for a See how your life's changed. If you tell your neighbor, if you tell your neighbor a couple times a week, I'm grateful you're my neighbor, just see how that changes your relationship with your neighbor. And you know what? You might start to become actually grateful for your neighbor. Even your crazy ass neighbor. Put up a giant house next to your backyard. Yeah, then they're not kind of trying to come and try to kill you every night. So, you know, small victories. But, skill. And if you can develop that skill, you probably space up for yourself. And that's the whole point of what I'm trying to do here is help people carve space out for themselves so they can make decisions for themselves. And now that space requires skill sets, mindsets, environment. That space, that, that um, space requires the space that you carve out, requires you know what your three missions are, so you carve out the right space, because you don't want to carve out any space, and go from there. Pretty simple stuff. But for whatever reason, people just think it's too simple. They're like, nah, it's too simple, it's gotta be complicated. And I'm like, nope, pretty simple. I'm telling you, if you can get a, the better your sense of being grateful is, your whole life will change. Everything around you. Your dog will be nicer to you. I swear to God, if you're grateful for your dog every day, you give your dog a little grateful pet for you, your dog will be nicer to you. Everybody will be nicer to you. Your neighbor, you know, it's just like you're making decisions. You're like, okay, let's see. And then when things go south, you'll still be grateful for things going south because they're feedback. You're like, great, I'm grateful for this feedback. Now I can make a course correction. And then you don't, you don't blow yourself off because you're like, you interpret feedback as, oh, I'm cursed and everything's set against me and this is the worst place in the world. Nobody can succeed here. Because it's finally false. 
And, you know, you can't really debate me on that. In terms of if you can, I guess you can try to debate me on it. But you're just going to look silly. You're going to look silly. So let's not look silly together. And I'm not saying I have all the answers, but here's what I know. I know for me, I'm grateful. Being grateful has helped me carve out a space for myself. And I know it'll help you carve out a space for yourself. And you don't have to believe me, just try it out for 90 days. So, what I want you to do is take out your working papers. And take out your working papers. And just write out something you're grateful for today. You're like, wait, I don't have working papers. All right, get a gratitude journal. Wait, I don't have a gratitude journal. All right, get out your journal. Wait, I don't have a journal. All right, get out your trapper keeper. I don't have a trapper. Fine, get a fucking piece of paper. I don't get a post-it. Write it on your hand. Just write something you're grateful for today. Just try it out. See, and then write down how you feel. I can do that. Try that. See how your life gets. So, that is today's process, my friends. You can close everything up now. And remember, you can stay on the path. If you are listening to this podcast and you are an online entrepreneur, I know exactly what it feels like to be you because I am one. I know what it's like to know that you are smart and work your ass off, but always feel like you cannot get traction. I know what it feels like to have your spouse support you outwardly, but on the inside, they're saying to themselves, is this going to work? And I know that you want to create something in business, but you always end up chasing the same dollar over and over. Or maybe you want to create something in the arts, but you feel like you shouldn't play there. So you wander in the forest, stuck in the understory. I spent over 40 years there fighting the same monsters and bandits over and over. And when I discovered that if you learn what the understory is and you start to go there on purpose, you can find a clearing where you have clarity and power in your commerce, connections, and creations. You handle the forest like a badass ranger with the proper mindsets and skill sets that you need. Not once chosen for you by some guru or your parents, but chosen by you on paper, on purpose. We can walk the understory together, but I cannot find you unless you raise your hand and say, I'm over here. Subscribe to my email list at understorylawyer.simplecast.com. Let's find your clearing together, a place free of entanglements, a place with a bedrock foundation, and a place where you set the boundaries, not anyone else.